Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Athletic. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the Athletic FPL podcast. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General. I'm recording this episode on Wednesday night, just after the games have finished. Mohamed Salah has absolutely smashed it with a mega 84-point haul for triple captainers. Well done if you were on that. It was a long night for those of us who weren't. I'm just glad it's over. There's one more game to go in Double Gaming 26, which is Arsenal against Wolves on Thursday night before a Friday deadline for Gaming 27, which is a double game week for Burnley. The deadline on Friday is at 6.30pm UK time. On today's episode, I'll cover the Gaming 26 shoutouts, have a look at the minutes, do a quick gaming review... Update the watch list ahead of Gaming 27, answer questions from Twitter, discuss captaincy and talk you through my latest free hit draft which is currently active. If you'd like to become an Athletic subscriber, visit theathletic.com forward slash FPL pod to avail of the latest discount offer for new subscribers. In doing so, you'll get ad-free versions of this podcast. Welcome to the 59th Minute Club for the second time this season. Junior Furple from Leeds, this time coming off the bench to achieve the feat. Can he make it a hat-trick before the end of the season? Keep an eye on that one. Having a look at the minutes from the game week, picked out some of the standouts. Regulon with another zero, I think it's three zeros in a row now. If you've got them, you've got to sell them. Varane played just five minutes for Manchester United, although he did play in the Champions League tonight. Alonso just 16 minutes for Chelsea and Mari Cash managed just 64 for Aston Villa. On to the midfielders, quite a few mentions here. Dan James from Leeds very nearly joined Junior Furpo in the club, just about made it to 60. Buendia at Aston Villa, 70 minutes. So the last three appearances for Buendia now are 70, 71 and 58, which is not ideal. Raheem Sterling was taken off after 67 minutes for Manchester City. Riyad Mahrez was on the bench. He played 22 minutes. Paul Pogba, 66 for Manchester United. Corney at Burnley ahead of the double game week. He managed 54 minutes in the first game. And then he didn't play against Tottenham. So that kind of kills him off as a double game week option for game week 27. At least it's going to kill him off in my free hit squad. I prefer Veghorst and double defence anyway, which I'll come to later. Rafinha played another 45 minutes in the first game, but then he played 90 against Liverpool. And Trossard continues to frustrate owners 35 minutes from the bench for Brighton. A couple of strikers to mention. Ollie Watkins was dropped as we thought might happen. He played 32 minutes. And Josh King continues to disappoint as well. Played just 50 minutes in that second game for Watford in the double game week against Crystal Palace. 
A quick review of Double Gimme 26 now. So we got the fixtures announced on Friday. I think it was around 4pm. I was all set just to stick to the plan. Triple Captain Salah. I was going to make two free transfers, I think. But once the fixtures came out, I sat down on Friday nights and I mapped out my what my team would look like for the next few weeks if I didn't wildcard. And I mapped out what my team would look like if I did wildcard. And it felt to me that it was the right time to wildcard for my squad. So my strategy totally changed. And I, I know it changed for quite a few other managers as well. So going through my notes here, one of the main things that made me push the button on the wildcard was it filled me with excitement. When I built the squad for Double Gaming 26 and what it would look like, you know, I was going to free hit in 27. I'm set up now for a bench boost in Gaming 28 probably triple captain in 29 and most importantly I'm well stocked for blank game week 30 as well so I won't have the free hit in that game week so I'll be able to have a second free hit for some point later in the season it just felt right it filled me with excitement which was one of the major factors in the decision mainly I just wanted to attack these five game weeks with all that new information we had on the fixtures so obviously it doesn't feel fantastic after Mohamed Salah scored 84 points but when you take a step back, I think I've only got a, a red arrow of about 3,000 places at the moment with those five players to go on Thursday night. So overall, it's not too bad. And I'm hopeful that, you know, when I look back after Game Week 30, that things will be, you know, that my rank will be much better than it is now. And even more so, you, I, I don't think you can really reflect on these strategy decisions until the end of the season, until you see how those who wildcard later do. So overall, you know, not a great start with Mohamed Salah doing really well for triple captainers. But wildcard overall itself didn't go too badly. So some of the factors in that wildcard as well. I was quite happy to lose the likes of Dawson, Cucurella. Jota was injured. Martinelli was suspended. And I really wanted to get Saka in for a double game week. And he's done well in the first game. Ronaldo had to go as well. Just wasn't worth the cash. And obviously happy to lose Antonio and Josh King as well. The big decisions I did make was I sold Cancelo and Jared Bowen. Which... So far, it's okay, but those guys always have the capability of punishing, and, and both of them might end up coming back in on the free hit this week for Game Week 27. So that's just a few thoughts on the wild card. The new team is Ramsdale and Foster. The goalkeepers didn't change. Back five of Trent, Robertson, Tierney, Saiz, and Luca Dean. Midfield is Salah, Saka, Rafinha, Coutinho, and Ramsey. And up front, Harry Kane, Jimenez, and Broja. I did have Son in over Kane initially, and I had St. Maximin in the team. But then the news came through that St. Maximin was going to be out. And that's the reason, that's the only reason I flipped from Son to Kane on Saturday morning. So 120 points so far in the game week have dropped from 11k to 14k with those five players to come on Thursday night. So even with Salah doing well, I might somehow end up on a green arrow, which feels okay given the 84-point hole for the Liverpool man. The good and the bads, Robertson with 13, which was very welcome, having just brought him in. Trent got 6, Saka's got 10 with another game, Rafinha 7, Kane with 15, and Jimenez has got 5 with another game to go. The bad, obviously Salah hurt me. Coutinho blanked. Coutinho was the only single game week player I played in game week 26. And he didn't do anything. And yet to have points from Ramsdale, Tierney or Saiz. Let's see what they do on Thursday. A watch list update now ahead of game week 27. Quite a few of these players are influenced by the fact that my free hit chip is active. There is a few players in here as well though that are just 
interesting picks for the next couple of gaming. So first of all, players I've removed from the watch list following gaming 26. Again, this is kind of influenced by the fact that I was on a wild card uh, and some of these players are just out of my thinking now because I'm tripled up on some of the teams. For example, Ben White is gone because I went for Tierney instead. Kilman is gone from the watch list because I went for Saiz. I've removed Dallow from Manchester United as well. He's been rotated quite a bit recently. Didn't start again in the Champions League tonight, so he's out of my thinking. Corney is gone because of his injury issues. Rashford is gone because he's not a regular starter, although he did get the start in the Champions League. Lacazette is also gone because I'm tripled up on Ramsdale, Tierney and Saka. Lacazette was very, very close to making the wildcard squad, but I really wanted to get double Arsenal defence and I thought Saka was the best Arsenal attacker to get. And Watkins is also gone because he's no longer a sure starter. Quite a few players added to the watch list. First of all, Burnley Assets because they've got the double game week. Nick Pope locked in to my free hit squad. He's on the watch list for the first time this season. As is Connor Roberts, the new Burnley right back. Looks pretty secure in the team now. But Burnley do have, if you include tonight's game against Tottenham, then the two games coming up in the double game week. I think it is three games in six days. So there's always a chance of rotation. And we know fullbacks are more prone than centre-backs. So ideally, I would like to have Ben Mee or Tarkowski over Roberts on a free hit. But for budget reasons... I might have to settle on a punt on Roberts. Cancelo on the watch list. Obviously sold him last week. Straight back onto the watch list. and Straight back into the free hit squad as well. He's going to be my number one pick from the Manchester City squad. Rüdiger comes back into my thinking now as well. Chelsea have got good fixtures. And there's a good chance they'll end up with a double game week. I think it's game week 28 or 29. So Rüdiger is my preference from there. Sold Liberamento on the wild card. And of course he goes and gets, I think it was a 12-pointer at the weekend. Would have been on my bench anyway, so not going to moan about that one too much. But again, those of us on free hit this week, we're looking to spend a lot in midfield and attack. So Livermento, if he starts against Norwich at 4.3 million, could be a very good option, certainly in my thoughts for this game week. Luke Shaw, Bruno Fernandes and Sancho all on the watch list as well. Sold Bruno on the wild card also and looking to get him back on a free hit probably going to end up swerving the Manchester United defence because it's quite hard to predict what Ranić is going to do in terms of a back four at the weekend. Shaw was the one I liked most but could be in line for a rest for Tellez very soon so yeah probably just not going to take the risk there and most importantly don't back Manchester United for a clean sheet any week anyway so looking at probably Cancelo and a few cheap guys in defence, and at least one Burnley defender. Sancho, I think, is a decent punt this week, if you're on a free hit. Sterling's on the watch list for the first time in quite a while as well. Again, I'm trying to decide which two Manchester City attackers to go for on the free hit, and Sterling is definitely up there as a one-week punt. Jared Bowen, again, like Cancelo, sold him last week, straight back onto the watch list. Top, top player, top FPL asset. Didn't really want to sell him, but wanted to target these teams with double game weeks instead. And it was a sigh of relief when he blanked. I think it was against Newcastle in the first game of the game week. Didn't didn't enjoy checking the score of that game, much like I didn't enjoy checking the Liverpool score against Leeds tonight. Ward Prowse on the watch list as well. Good fixture against Norwich this game week. Another under consideration for the free hit. Got the set pieces, got the penalties as well. Just having his probably his best ever FPL season. And we probably a lot of us, me anyway, haven't taken him seriously enough and he's under strong consideration this week. Kulosevsky at Tottenham, 
very impressive against Manchester City. But then Tottenham do a Tottenham. They, they go and beat Man City and then they go and lose to Burnley, which kind of cools our interest slightly in players like Kulisevsky for this game week. But I think he's only 6 million, 90 minutes again tonight. So is an option for the free hit and possibly longer term as well if he keeps his place in that Tottenham starting eleven. Potence from Wolves joins the watch list, scored his first goal of the season and a great goal it was. Saar and Dennis from Watford also added to the watch list. I added them before the second game of the double game week in which they got destroyed by Crystal Palace 4-1. But I thought Saar was very impressive against Aston Villa. I think Dennis has looked very sharp in recent weeks as well. But again, am I going to go and buy a Watford player anytime soon? Probably not. Just going to keep an eye on them over the next couple of games. So that is a watch list update ahead of my free hit week in Game Week 27. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Moving on to the Twitter questions now. I've got 10 to tackle this week. Thanks as always to everyone who sent them in. Apologies if you're not on a free hit this week. I know this podcast is quite free hit heavy, but there is a few questions in here that are not free hit related. Question from Sweeler. Who's the best triple captain options on the horizon if you haven't used it this week? So Sweeler is in the same scenario as me. Didn't triple captain Salah. And now we're asking ourselves the question, number one, why didn't we do it? And number two, when are we actually going to use the chip now? So I think the most obvious thing to do is just triple captain Salah in his next double game week. I know the fixtures are nowhere near as good as they were this week. Double game week 29 for Liverpool is Brighton away and Arsenal away. And again, you know, Brighton usually a very good team defensively, but did they just concede three to Burnley? But again, I think Lewis Dunk and Webster weren't in the team, so that was a big factor there. Fixtures are not great for Salah in game week 29, but it is Mohamed Salah and the title race is wide open now. You know, Liverpool are right back in it with that Manchester City defeat. So I think that's good news for those of us who still have the triple championship. Gives us hope at least. Now Salah is probably not going to score, what did he get, 28 points in those two games. But even if he could get 20, you know, I think I'd be very, very happy if he could do that against Brighton and Arsenal. And we know he's capable, especially as we've seen it in this game week with those penalties, if he can get one or two again in game week 29. So that, that's where I'm looking. Obviously, there's going to be other options from other teams as well. But I still like the idea of just giving it to Salah, even though the fixtures are not ideal. So I'm leaning towards triple captain Salah in double game week 29. Question from Vivek. What's the minimum number of players you would say you need to play this week blank game week 27? I have both free hits, but I have nine players that have a fixture. So yeah, there was quite a few similar questions this week. You know, do I play my free hit or do I just you know, soldier through with eight, nine, ten players. As, as always, it's very team dependent. If you've got, you know, a pretty dreadful eight or nine that you think, you know, five or six of them are more than likely going to get two pointers, players from lesser teams who've got difficult fixtures, and I would go ahead and play a free hit, especially if you've got two free hits. I think this week is a good week for a free hit because of the fixtures. You've got City against Everton, Tottenham against Leeds, Manchester United are home to Watford. There's a lot of big hitters there 
that you can target. And if the game week goes as we expect it to, you know, if, if Tottenham, City and Manchester United all win by a couple of goals, it could be a very high scoring game week for those managers who got a lot of assets from those teams. Throw in, you know, Southampton have a good fixture at home to Norwich. You know, not as easy as it was a few weeks ago, but Southampton have been playing very well. Players like Ward Price, Broja, Livermento if he starts, and obviously Burnley with the double game week there as well. If you throw in two or three of their assets, if it goes to plan, like I say, it could be a high scoring game week. And if you've got seven or eight pretty useless assets and you don't have a good captain, I would just go ahead and, and use one of those free hits. Uh, question related to this one from Panayots. Panayot has six from Liverpool and Arsenal, so three Liverpool players, three Arsenal players, and just one free hit left. Would you free hit this week and then wild card in Gimme 28? So yeah, if you still have the wild card, I think Gimme 28 looks like a very good time to do so. You can set yourself up very strongly for double Gimme 28, double Gimme 29, and also set yourself up with players who have a Gimme 30 fixture. So I think wildcard 28 is going to be very popular now for those who didn't do it in Gimme 26. And certainly if you've got six from Liverpool and Arsenal, you're, you're probably in trouble this week. If you've got one or two other issues in your team, you know, you're know you going to be up against it this week. And even if you've just got one free hit left, like I said, because of those fixtures, if you've got one free hit and a wild card, I would probably just go ahead and free hit this because I think it could be a good game week with those fixtures and those big hitters. You know, Kane, Son, Bruno, three city players, you know, throw in your Burnley as well. Yeah, I wouldn't really like to be going into this game week you know, quite weak if you have a free hit left. Just play the game week that's in front of you. And most importantly, if you do have that second wild card, you can then play it in 28 to get yourself through, you know, 28, 29, 30, and then just write out the rest of the season. Question from FPL Shoreham. Should those of us on a free hit aim to have some bench cover or simply put as much money into our starting 11 as possible and hope for the best? So I'm going to run through a free hit draft I think it's in the transfer section towards the end of this episode. And what you'll see in, in my latest draft at the bench is very, very weak and I don't like it. I think we need to have at least one decent option, if not two. We want ideally two players that will definitely play this week. They don't have to be expensive. They can be around your 4.2, 4.3 million. Uh, you know, Livermento is one that comes to mind. You know, don't really want to be relying on Amarty from Leicester, who's I think 3.8 million. He should play. He's got an okay fixture, but you don't really want him appearing in your starting eleven because it's probably a two pointer. So I think we should have at least one decent option off the bench, if not two. I think that's where I'll end up leaning. It might it might mean sacrificing, for example, going Foden over Sterling, or you know, some people might go. Laporte over Cancelo. Now, I, I don't advise that. I think Cancelo should be in, in every free hit squad. But you can always cut a corner somewhere. You know, I think, for example, in my team at the moment, I've got Roberts instead of Ben Mee. You know, that frees up you know, 0.3 or 0.4 million. You can find it from somewhere. And, and I do think we should have at least one or two decent options on the bench. Talk more about that shortly. Question from FPL Mahir. Are Burnley assets worth a minus four this week if we don't plan on keeping them for next week onward. So I think the only Burnley player I would be happy to take a minus four this week is probably Veghorst. Maybe Nick Pope as well. Let's say you don't have a goalkeeper this week. Maybe you can make a case for a minus four on Nick Pope. Defenders, I'm not overly keen because of the fixtures. Crystal Palace away and Leicester at home for Burnley in this double. And I, Crystal Palace just scored four against Watford. I expect them to score against Burnley. 
And even though Leicester have been disappointing this season, I always fancy them to score. So I wouldn't be surprised if Burnley keep zero clean sheets in this double. Doesn't mean I'm not going to double up. I'm going to go Pope and I'm probably going to go a defender as well and hope they get at least one clean sheet. If not, somehow getting two, like they somehow did against Brighton and Tottenham in this game week. It's it's hard to see them getting four four clean sheets in a row, but but you never know with Sean Dyche. They do seem to have turned the corner recently and got a bit of momentum and confidence. But yeah, back to the point on minus fours. I would take one for Veghorst. If you're selling someone pretty useless like a Josh King or an Antonio, I think it's absolutely fine. Mainly because he's going to be very highly capped in Veghorst. And in a way, you're just kind of protecting yourself. You know, you're buying yourself some insurance just in case he does go big. Not usually how I like to play the game. But sometimes, you know, it's important not to lose in FPL as it is to win. So, yeah, Vegas for a minus four, I think is absolutely fine. Pope is probably okay as well. But apart from that, I don't think I'd be doing it. Question from Josh. Who are the best differentials for a free hit squad this week? So I've had a look at the fixtures and I've picked out a few names that I'm not seeing in very many free hit squads. Che Adams at Southampton. I think Broja is going to be in a lot of free hit squads. He's probably going to be in mine. Che Adams has been performing very well the last couple of game weeks so if you fancy something different I think that's perfectly fine if you want to go Che Adams over Broja you could even go crazy and get both of them but I think that's unlikely because you're going to want Kane in there against Leeds and you're probably going to want Veghorst for a double game week as well Kulosevsky who I mentioned earlier is a differential option I think Kane and Son will be in almost every free hit squad if you want to go all out for the triple up Kulosevsky is an option Wilfred Zaha, fresh off two goals against Watford, is an option, as is Gallagher, who was on the score sheet as well. Crystal Palace have a decent fixture this game week. And Ronaldo, I'm not seeing Ronaldo in any free hit squads on Twitter because most people are going Triple City, Bruno, Kane and Son, and then it's very hard to fit Ronaldo in because of budget. But he does play Watford at home, and it is Cristiano Ronaldo. So if you're looking for a differential, Ronaldo might be one of the best ones out there this game week because he won't be in many free hit squads. Question from FPL Morrow. Foden versus Sancho versus Sterling for free hit selection. Who would you go for? So I think Sterling, I'll put him at the top here because I think Sterling's the player, he's, he's the kind of player you don't really want to own him long term, but he's the kind of player in any given game week he, he can hit a hat trick as he did a couple of weeks ago. I think Sterling's more likely to get a hat-trick than Foden is, just the kind of player that Sterling is. He's done it many times before. He is that wee bit more expensive than Foden and Sancho, but I think Sterling is the best option here of these three for one single game week on a free hit, which is why I'm quite tempted to squeeze him in somehow, you know, find the budget, cut a few corners and go Sterling on a free hit. I put Sancho second just because I think he's a bit more secure of a starter this game week over Foden we never know what Pep might do you know if Grealish and Jesus are back that could be an issue for Foden this game week I do think Foden will start I think all three of these guys will start but I'll go Sterling number one Sancho number two Foden number three but there's not a huge amount in it between them all I think some people will actually go with all three in a free hit squad which I think is absolutely fine on to Holly's question which Manchester City triple up should we be going for on a free hit so I think Cancelo is a lock. He's just he's just too good. He's an attacker who gets clean sheet points. I view him kind of the same as Mares, Sterling, Foden, De Bruyne, but he almost starts on four points. You know, if he gets that clean sheet over those 
midfielder. So I think Cancelo, I don't think you overthink it. He's been amazing this season, last couple of game weeks, firing lots of shots off. It was a very uncomfortable watch for me. I sold him on the wild card and then I watched the Man City game at the weekend. And I don't know how he didn't score. You know, there's a couple of occasions where he went very, very close. So it could be this game week where he goes big. So he's definitely a free hit pick for me. No question about it. Then I think I prefer double midfield rather than double defence. So Cancelo, I think Mares like that he, you know, he didn't play the last one. So I think he'll come back in for this one. He's got the penalties as well. He's very good at those penalties. And I've always liked Mares as a one-week punt as well. So I think Mares and Sterling are my preferences, but I still think Foden's a great option, and obviously Kevin De Bruyne is a good option. It's just very hard to find the cash for Kevin De Bruyne with the other players I mentioned earlier. So it's looking like for me, Cancelo definitely in. Mares probably, I'm going to say probably definitely. Mares definitely going to go in there as well, I think. And then it's looking like Sterling at the moment. But if I want a stronger bench, I'm probably going to have to take Sterling out and go for Foden instead. But I'm going to try and keep Sterling in there. Next question is from Johan Fredriksson. Do we go for Fernandes or Sancho from the Manchester United midfield on a free hit? I think it's got to be Bruno. Just on recent form, you know, the potential for penalties. We don't know who'll take them. You never know, Ronaldo might get a rest. You know, that's me after tipping him as a differential on a free hit. It's one of the reasons I'm not going for him because at his age, there always is a chance of a rest. Bruno will definitely play. Playing very well, you know, good performance against Leeds in terms of FPL points as well. So yeah, it's got to be Fernandez over Sancho for me. You could even go both, but you know, if funds are tight and you can't afford Bruno, Sancho is, I think, a perfectly viable alternative. But everything else put aside, I think Bruno is an easy free hit pick this week. Final question is from Ugly Wolf: Could Potence be a sneaky differential for the upcoming game week? So yeah, added them to my watch list. Wolves have the double game week in 28 and they've got the fixture in game week 30. So Wolves, like Arsenal, are an attractive team to buy from at the moment. My concern with Potens is that was his first goal of the season. He's played about 950 minutes. So one goal in 950 minutes is not good. He only got three goals last season as well, despite you know a lot of us fancying him at different times in FPL as well. And Pedro Neto was back from injury. So that could dent the minutes of Potens in the near future as well. And Wolves... I know I bought Jimenez on the wild card, but they just don't score enough goals for me. So Potence at the moment is still a no. I think it's a bit needier to get him after just one good performance. On to captaincy now and my free hit draft. So captaincy first of all, obviously double gaming for Burnley. So a lot of people are going to captain a Burnley player. Vakehorst is the obvious pick. He started his career at Burnley very well. Fixtures, are, I think, are okay for a striker as well. Crystal Palace and Leicester, not two good defensive teams. Both teams always seem to concede. The issue is Burnley. They've scored 20 goals in 22 games. Now, I noted that down before tonight's game, so it must be 21 goals now in 23 games for the Claret. It doesn't inspire you with confidence to captain a player from their side. I think Nick Pope is a good captaincy option as well. I think he's not far behind Veghorst as a captaincy option. I think a lot of people will go there. But I think I might go on a single game week captain this week. Even though I very, very rarely do so. If a team has a double game week, usually I just go there for the captaincy. But because it's Burnley, it's just giving me slight pause. Um, so I'm looking at possibly Son or Kane against Leeds, given how poor Leeds have been recently. You know, just shipped six to Liverpool. Kane and Son could have a field day against them. 
the way I'm looking at it, I noted down here, Spurs could score more goals against Leeds than Burnley do in two fixtures. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if you know Tottenham score three against Leeds and Burnley score two. You know, maybe one each against Crystal Palace and Leicester. So that's kind of where I'm thinking. Other captaincy options: Manchester City assets against Everton, but Pep always scares me off there. Bruno Fernandes is a good captain at home to Watford. I might weigh that one up a little bit before before the deadline. And Broja against Norwich is a decent option as well. So I'm leaning towards, it's probably Tottenham or, or Burnley for me for the captaincy. At the moment, I'm leaning towards Harry Kane against Leeds. I just think Son and Kane could, could do very well in that fixture. But I will give Veghorst more thought before the deadline. I can't see myself captaining Pope over a Kane or a Son. So for me, it's probably at the moment Kane number one, Son number two, and Vague Horse number three, but I do need to give that more thought. Let's see if I can be tempted in to join in the Vague Horse wagon before deadline. My latest free hit draft, it's a very quick one. It was done before the Wednesday night game, so you know, might change slightly after what's happened there. I don't think so though. So 0.0 million in the bank for this one. It's pretty standard, it's the same free hit you're seeing on on Twitter, which doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You know, don't go change in your free hit draft just because you're seeing the same team everywhere else. There, you know, there probably won't be that many free hits played this week in the overall scheme of the 9 million players in FPL. If you're on a free hit this week, you're straight away, you, you've got a differential. So your players don't need to be different. In goal, Nick Pope, easy pick. Cancelo, easy pick. Roberts and Leveramento at the moment for a very cheap back line alongside Cancelo. Midfield of Bruno, Son, Sterling and Mares up front Harry Kane Veghorst and Broja on the bench 3.9 million goalkeeper Billy Gilmore Amarty at Leicester and Shimakas at Liverpool so like I said I don't like the bench I think it's a little bit too weak the other players in my thinking Jared Bowen haven't ruled out going for him on the free hit Sancho I don't think I'll go Kulisevsky I think Son and Kane is enough Ben Mee, I would like to have Ben Mee or Tarkowski over Roberts if I can find the cash. You know, that probably means losing Sterling. And Luke Shaw was in my thoughts as well, but I don't think I'll go there either. So the free hit, it's, it's pretty settled for me. And, you know, I might end up just staying with this 11 and just risking the bench. Amarty, like I said, should play. Gilmer will play, but, you know, you just you want those 11 players to start. And when you've got three city players, when you've got slight doubts over Leveramento, Maybe I do need to change things up slightly just to make it that little bit more secure. So let's see how it shakes out before the deadline. If you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support me as a full-time FPL content creator, visit patreon.com forward slash FPL general or just Google FPL general Patreon and you'll find it. For the price of a coffee a month, you can support a guy living his dream. I hope you find this podcast useful. Best of luck for Game Week 27, and I'll be back to talk to you next week to preview double Game Week 28. Have a good one, folks, and enjoy your weekend. The Athletic.